Hi friends and welcome to Annie's Pink Chair where we bring real, raw, relevant issues to the table from a woman's perspective with wit and wisdom. I hope everyone's doing wonderful because today I have a very special guest that I've known for many years and she is just so inspirational. I want to tell you a little bit about her. Ginger Sassi is an Emmy Award winning documentarian, writer, producer, and talk show host who is just as comfortable in the African bush as she is on the TV set. She has traveled the world telling stories of amazing people who overcame incredible odds. Chief Creative Officer at Joyce Meyer Ministries and can be seen on Joyce's Enjoying Everyday Life program and hosting Joyce Meyer's Talk It Out podcast. I love that one. I like to watch it and listen. She's an expert on the need for imagination, hope and wonder, a minor of the best in people, the creative approach, beauty in all things and joy in each day. And I started reading her book, everyone, Chasing Wonder. Ginger, girl, how are you today? I'm so great. And I'm, I'm just happy to sit here with my friend and chat. I love seeing oh. you again. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ginger, you know what? And I wanted to just tell, share everyone how we met. We met because Ginger was super adventurous. She came out to Las Vegas a few years back with her team and they went on an outreach with me on the strip. And I was like, she's got guts because reaching out to victims of trafficking with traffickers on the heels sometimes of the, of the victims, it's a little bit risky. And so I just saw her heart and here you are with me today. And I'm so happy to see your beautiful face, Ginger. Um, uh, well, I, I wow. love what you do and I love the opportunity, of course, to be a part of that, making a difference. And we see these places all over the world the, right. that you've experienced that is your heart to help people. And, and you're right. It is not the easiest. It is not the safest, but it's so important to do. So I'm, I'm right there with you. And Ginger, you know, I feel like I've known you like for a long time, which it seems like it has because, you know, of course, some people know my story watching JMM, uh, you know, on television and seeing your beautiful face being her co-partner, like in, in crime, so to speak, of <laughs> good deeds, right? <laughs> Going on all right. these amazing adventures. And then, you know, knowing that you are who you say you are is so inspiring. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about Chasing Wonder? Because I want to know what this means to you. Yeah. Chasing wonder to me means the concerted effort, making a decision that you are going to go after wholeheartedly everything God has for you and that you're going to open your eyes to see his wonder every day in everything that you do. So I love to talk about having an adventure mentality, which just means God, wherever you want to take me, I'm, I'm willing. And that's a scary thing to say, but the, the key that really makes it work 
is that all of our adventures are different. You know, you and I have so many things in common and I love that, but we also have different callings and other people aren't going to go out on the strip and, and do what you do. And that's okay because God has different adventures for them. So that's what I love talking about is waking all of us up to know that God has something great. He has great wonder and love for our lives and let's get out there and see it and find what he wants for us. That's so good. You know, when I was reading this, I I got so inspired. I'll share later, but I'm, I'm going to ask you one more question. Why is this concept so important at this time in our history after the year that we've all lived? And we know what that looks like, right? Yeah. <laughs> for some people, for some people, maybe not all, maybe not Ginger, not Ginger. Oh, please. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is the perfect time. And I think that now is a time that God is really saying um, some of you were set aside for a while. Um, a lot of things were kind of stripped out of your life. And through this pandemic, it felt to me, uh, maybe to a lot of people, that life just kind of got smaller and smaller and tighter and tighter. And I am so ready (laughs) to get back out there and, and for me to travel and to share what God is doing around the world. But what I really realized through this pandemic is I wasn't seeing those things, but God did not stop working through any of this. So he was still doing all these incredible things, but we are all ready. I think now to see the wonder of God in a different way, because we've learned through this, the value of family, the value of our time, the value Mm. of connections. And I think a lot of us also had some probably more than usual quiet time that maybe we drew a little closer to God in different ways, but whether that happened or not, yeah, good. Whether that happened or not, we're all ready to wake up and say, what's next? And so I think in this book, we we can all learn to chase a little of God's wonder together and see what those next things are for us. And I believe there's big adventures out there. Um, but sometimes you have to take small steps to find them. The big adventures seem scary, but you don't have to start like that. You can say, okay, God, here's what I'm going to start with. And he'll show you his faithfulness. And then you can say, all right, I'll try a little bit more. Come on. And it mm. our now's the time. Yeah, it is. It is. So you've traveled the world and met some incredible people. And can you tell us some of your favorite, favorite stories? And then I'm going to ask you a couple because I don't like spiders. So go ahead, Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Most people will will agree with you. I very very few people love spiders. Um, yeah, some of my favorite adventures. That what started my journey of writing this book is I just started making a list on my phone. One day I was on a plane and I was bored, and I thought, you know, I've really been so blessed, and God has allowed me to go some amazing places and experience some wonderful things, meet beautiful people. So I just started making a list. Because I think it's important, first of all, that we live in gratitude, Mm -hmm. that we remember what we're grateful for, and that we create memories, that we hold on to things that last a long time. So for me, a lot of that is journaling or writing them down. So I started making this list, and it was things like um, 
riding elephants in Rajasthan among the palaces or going on an alligator hunt in the middle of the Amazon River with <laughs> with a tribe of people or um, landing a plane on a rugged mountainside and the, the side of a, a Papua New Guinea, you know, all sorts of things like that, that are just crazy that you think, I can't believe I got to do this. But then in making that list, I got to the end and and I thought, I'm missing some of the biggest things. Um, My family, having children around me. um, Now for me, you know, I've got two grandkids now, believe it or not. How's that possible? Wow. (laughs) being able to see the joy in my grandchildren's faces who are, you know, below one and two years old. And so all those joys and adventures that, as I said, are very different for everyone. But um, just that's what started it for me. So those are those are a few of my favorite adventures. But um, I, I know you, Annie, are also an adventuresome spirit. You have yes. a lot of adventures of your own. No, and I really enjoy hearing your adventures from the perspective that you have because, you know, like you said, we're alike, but we're different because my upbringing was so different than yours. And I was an adventurer. I knew it from my teenage years. I wanted to leave Minnesota. We all know I I took off and and I just went. I went to Hawaii and California. I'd never seen it before, and I wanted to go somewhere else. And, of course, I went to Europe, and I lived in Italy for a while. I, I did some crazy stuff. I went to England before I surrendered my life to Christ, right? But mm-hmm. um, I thought about that today. It's like your writing in this book helped me realize, you know what? I am an adventurer. I, I'm th- I was kind of jealous yes. of your life looking in the lens. People could say that. Like watching you on television going from continent to continent, basically. Like, I'm in this continent now. No, <laughs> but you're helping, right? I mean, some people would be like, oh, wow, you've got the money. No, it's called missions and also an adventure in your heart and maybe vacation because you've kind of earned it. You've kind of <laughs> earned your vacation time. Like, no, I've worked my whole life. So I, I just think it's wonderful. I, I'm just so inspired. And honestly, I, it makes me want to go back out there. And you just said family. What what during that whole time thinking about your family, what made you that because that is an adventure to go somewhere with your family. Do you ever go any place and wish they were with you? I know you you get that, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There are so many things that I would love for them to have seen with me to to be able to have those shared experiences. And, it, you know, you, you come home and honestly, after so many trips, family doesn't even ask anymore. You know, they're like, how was your trip? And and that was that's kind of good enough. They don't want to hear all the details because there's just so much going on. So I cherish the trips that we have been able to do together. And I had the opportunity as, as um, our two daughters were growing up to show them different places in the world on a few of these trips where they saw that not everybody lives like we live that not like we think or looks like we look, we have to know that. (laughs) 
and develop that heart for people and that heart to do what God asked you to do. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Let me just say this to Joyce Meyer Ministries for giving me the opportunity to expose my children to that because it has shaped who they are. So I'm very grateful for that. And of course, my husband and all of this too, we we love having adventures together and uh, doing different things, but we've had to learn how to do that because we're very different people. So we're, you know, I might be up here doing something. He's down here on the ground watching and we're both very happy and it's our adventures. So I think that's one of the things like you were talking about that comparison. Um, That is one of the biggest traps that I fall into that we all fall into is looking at someone else, someone on social media, some friend and thinking, I'm not doing what I should be doing. I should be doing what they're doing. And that is such a a way that separates us from God. God put in us who we are and what he wants us to do, specifically designed in a beautiful, Mm. perfect way for us. And when we're looking at somebody else, then we're (laughs) not able to see what he wants to develop in us. So um, I think that's one of the things that that I do talk about in the book that really kind of helps open that up is it's about God. Show me what you want me to have, what you want me to do, and I'll do it for you. Hi, friends. Annie's Pink Chair is such a huge part of my life. And I so enjoy doing this show. This is a television show. It's also a podcast. And I can't do this without your support. We, this is a team effort, cannot do this without your support. You know as well as I do, television is not free. I would love it to be, but unfortunately it's not. You can always partner with us to keep us on the air, to keep us podcasting. We're bringing on really interesting, fun, exciting guests that are bringing wisdom to the table and great stories and testimonies. And also they're healing people and helping people with their lives. Please join us in this endeavor. Go to hookersforjesus.net, click on donate. Your donation is tax deductible. 10, 20, $30, whatever you can give, $100, will help us with our monthly budget for our television and podcasts. Thank you for joining Annie's Pink Chair. You, you know, I really enjoyed when you were talking about the places that you've been. You said you slept in grass huts, palaces. What, girl? Palace to grass hut. I'm like, I, I don't know how you did that, but okay. The, the palace totally. <laughs> it wasn't on the same day. <laughs> Cramp sleeping Births of trains. I've always wanted to do that, by the way. That would be bomb. Ridden <laughs> elephants in Thailand. I've, I'll do that one day. Bucket list. Camels in the pyramids of Giza. Come on, that's another bucket list for me. Donkeys to the desert oasis. Plains that have landed in glaciers. Grass runways. African bush. Amazon River. Steep remote mountainside. And, and you said Papua New Guinea. I, I, I <laughs> say it however you, say you want. It? A Papua New Guinea. <laughs> The ancient steps of the Great Wall. Jealous. I'm jealous. I'm going there one day. Machu Picchu. My husband's been there. Masada. Ankar. What? I don't know how to say that right. Wild boar. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cambodia. Eaten wild boar in Tuscany. Guinea pig in Peru. Alligator in Brazil and many other things. You know, I I, I saw the part that you slept with the uninvited giant spiders. And I wanted to ask you about that because uh, I'm... What? What happened? How big were they? It was, it was not <laughs> a good thing. You? This Where spider, 
Huge. So I was in Zambia and okay. sleeping in a grass hut on this occasion. And it, it was, I walked up to this hut and I was so excited. It was right on the Zambezi river. And it even had a, like a deck that kind of went out toward the river. And then it has a fence that goes out to keep the alligators from coming up to where the hut is. And so for me, this was like, wow, you know, what an adventure. I love this. What, what but, kind of floor was it? What kind of floor was it? Uh, it had a wood floor with slats oh, okay. Okay. that were kind of above the ground. So what I didn't know was all the things that could come up through the wood floor oh. slats. That, okay. yeah. So here's what happened. My, my One of the things that keeps us from our adventures is pride. We all have pride to deal with. I definitely right. had prided myself in the fact that, you know, I can go all these places, I can handle the snakes and spiders, and I'm good with it. And I really thought I was. And people would say, how do you do it? And I'm saying, you know, I don't know. It's just not that big of a deal. I'm fine with it. And this one night with the bugs in this grass hut, God smacked that pride out of me so hard, you would not believe it. Because as the sun went down, the bugs came out. And there were millipedes this long there were bees and wasps and spiders and i was freaking out so i had um a mosquito net over the cot that i was sleeping on and the bugs love the mosquito net so they were all over it and then um i'm praying i'm reading the bible i'm praying i'm like okay god keep my focus on you help me to do this help me help me help me and i moved the pillow and underneath the pillow was no, a no, 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 giant spider. No, 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 Oh gosh! I bolted oh, out of that hut and I ran out and I grabbed one of the first people I could grab. Talk about eating your pride because I'd never want to be the girl on the trip that has to tell the guys come kill a spider for me, but I did not care. No. It was like, I need help. Did you guys kill him? Because I, well, I want to okay. let him go. I know I'm being the, weird, but. <laughs> no, the, the only thing worse than seeing a giant spider on your pillow is to know there's a giant spider and and then not know where it went. So we never found it again. It it stayed with me the next few days, I guess, somewhere hidden in the hut. I don't know where. You know, it was oh. probably more scared of me screaming than I was of it. But um, I, t- I learned such a lesson about pride that night because those huts were beautiful. They were beautiful. They were well-maintained. Other people who were in them were perfectly fine. This was a God situation working on my life saying, you've got to get this pride out of your life to be able to move forward in what I want you to do. So I hated it, but I'm so glad. I'm so glad that it happened because I'll never say again, I can handle it. I'm fine. No, I don't like it. (laughs) Ginger, I, I, I went into the mountains in Mount Charleston and I went to this cabin, and I have to tell you this story really fast because there, this cabin had not been touched or moved in the doors. Like, there was cobwebs everywhere. There was bugs. And my friends and I went on a retreat. It's like when I first surrendered my life to Christ. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And we there was a swing in the backyard. We had a campfire. And then, I, okay, time to go to bed. It's like 3 in the morning because we're all up praying, playing music and laughing and eating. And I went to bed and um, my little section had a nice little bed and my little soft pillow. And I was like, well, no one slept here forever. I didn't think to check the pillow. 
But um, yeah, I <laughs> fell asleep. I woke up at about seven. I remember getting up and to, uh, you know, I was gonna fluff the pillow. Girl, no, there was a spider under that pillow. It was probably about this big, not as big as your spider, but, but I must still. have. I must have killed it because it was like kind of dead and a little bit moving because of my weight of my head. And I just started screaming. And then I realized what an idiot I was. I didn't check the pillow before I went to bed. <laughs> like always you know, check the pillow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, you know what, was that a tarantula, by the way? Do you know what kind of spider that was? Um, so I've looked it up to try to find what it was. What I've learned about tarantulas is they're, they're big and scary looking, but they they're afraid they're of people slow. and if you kind of tap on them they yeah. they, they fold up oh, so yeah. this this was not a tarantula i don't know what it was but it had really long uh skinny legs and um it, it was horrific <laughs> yeah yeah and and you don't know even know if it was poisonous so did you ever get a uh, you know obviously for me if it's pride or fear because for me i'm more thinking it's my fear and maybe that mm -hmm. is a root of pride because guess what we're not trusting god to keep us You're safe, right. right? Yeah, and all those things come from the same place, don't they? Right, no, totally. Now I had another question to ask you because this really touched my heart, what you said in, in the beginning. I think it's the beginning, okay, yeah, here it is. It, it says, defy the impossible. Instead of being chained down by those things holding you back, begin choosing, oh, this got me. People over schedule, okay? Mm -hmm. Trust over fear, action over complacency, kindness over walls of protection we all know that like especially when we want to be safe because people have hurt us before or too yes. many people want to get a hold yeah. of us and we're trying to hide from people because too many people want to talk to us right mercy over mm -hmm. perfection real over accolades adventure over boredom, love over all this really got to me because can i just be real and honest with you when you're um needed and wanted by a lot of people it feels really good and some of you watching out there right now, you know what I'm talking about. And some of you are agoraphobic. You stay in your house. You never come out. But I want to encourage everyone, you got to get out. And what Ginger said here, you know, trust over fear. What, what made you state these things? Because have you at one time in your life felt like you had put walls of protection up and not allowing people into your life like you used to before? Absolutely. Every one of those things are things that... I've experienced and had to make conscious decisions about um, when your schedule is so crazy busy. It's easy to shove out the things that matter most because you're working on your right. to do list. And so I, I had to learn that people were far more important, whether it's as a mom or as a leader. I can't be running from meeting to meeting and meeting and not investing in the people that I'm leading right. or you're right. not a leader. At that point, you're no longer a leader. So um, the the fear over faith, I'm wearing a necklace right now that says faith over fear, because so often <laughs> we turn it around and we let yeah. that fear win and, and our faith gets squished down. And for me, it's it, it, fear is different for all of us. There are so many things that that fear squelches, and it's definitely something that is coming against the wonder of God that he wants to right. show to us all the time. So for me, um, it's often a, more of a, a fear of rejection, 
a fear of they won't like me. What are they thinking about me? I won't be accepted. Um, all of those kinds of things come between your relationship with you and other people and even the relationships that God wants you to have that you don't right. have yet. So some of the people watching right now may be really desiring rich friendships and and connections with people that matter. And especially after this pandemic, I think we're all there so strongly. Totally. Totally. But we have that fear of what if, you know, what if I'm rejected? What if they hurt me? Because I've been hurt before. I understand why people feel that way. So being able to say, God, I, I don't know how to do this, um, but your word says that you'll walk me through it and that you'll help me and that you won't leave me or forsake me, that you'll never reject me. So risking vulnerability, risking showing mm. people really are inside and sharing those fears and sharing your life is the only way to build those solid relationships. So absolutely. I've been through all that stuff. I'm not done learning the lessons. Yeah. I, I just love that you stated that because I felt a kindred spirit with that because I, we can get, let ministry and life get out of balance and then let everybody in because we feel guilty because we haven't been. And now we're burnt out and overwhelmed and we've got vicarious trauma because other people's problems are our problems now. And so we're like, we gotta fix it. So I just really appreciate your candor and your honesty and truth and, you know, being honest, uh, just about the vulnerability about being with people and letting your guard down and being an adventure. Ginger, I am so sad that our time is almost done. So I want to ask so you, I know, I want to ask you to tell everyone how to get this wonderful book and then where can they get in touch with you on social media and your website? Sure. Yeah. Um, the book you can get wherever books are sold. So you can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, wh whatever you want to do there, especially online. Um, you should be able to find it uh, in stores as well. You can go to my website, which is Ginger L. Stocky, S-T-A-C-H-E dot com. And you can also find me on social media, Instagram and Facebook or where I hang out the most. And that is at Ginger L. Stocky. And uh, I would love to connect with everyone. My, my prayer in all of this is really to see God's wonder come to life in everyone's lives. I, I feel um, that there's so much that God wants to do in all of our lives mm. that we put up those barriers, not on purpose. We don't want to. We don't know how to knock them down. We don't know how to go past it. So right. my prayer is that God uses this book and the small steps along the way that I encourage people with to uh, open up his wonder in a lot of lives. Wow, Ginger, thank you so much. We love you and we cannot wait to see your next adventure. So we'll uh, be in touch with you, you, okay? And everyone, thank don't you. forget, chase wonder and love you too, Ginger. We'll see you next time. Hi friends, Annie's Pink Chair is such a huge part of my life and I so enjoy doing this show. This is a television show, it's also a podcast. And I can't do this without your support. We, this is a team effort, cannot do this without your support. You know as well as I do, television is not free. I would love it to be, but unfortunately it's not. 
you can always partner with us to keep us on the air, to keep us podcasting. We're bringing on really interesting, fun, exciting guests that are bringing wisdom to the table and great stories and testimonies. And also they're healing people and helping people with their lives. Please join us in this endeavor. Go to hookersforjesus.net, click on donate. Your donation is tax deductible. 10, 20, $30, whatever you can give, $100, will help us with our monthly budget for our television and podcasts. Thank you for joining Annie's Future. Hi friends, it's Annie Lobert from Annie's Pink Chair and I am actually on location at our nonprofit ministry called The Destiny House. And do you feel and see the presence that's going on here, the peace, the calmness, the comfort, the beautiful grass, the trees. This is what each woman comes to when she enters our Destiny House program for sex trafficking victims. Would you please consider partnering with us monthly or just send us a one-time donation? Just go to our website at hookersforjesus.net and click on donate and listen, your donation goes to a good cause and it's tax deductible. Thank you so much.